Welcome to the very first episode of the Paper Pencil Podcast. Before we begin with the artist interviews, uh, I wanted to do a few episodes talking about the art world of uh, some of the greatest artists, their stories and interesting facts, you know, to add a little bit of variety to the show. For me, growing up in a Bengali household in West Bengal, India, one of the first exposure to the art world was through this legendary artist called Jamini Roy. to be honest for the longest time as a kid i thought jamini roy was a female artist uh, remember this was before the internet more than the artist what really impacted the young me was the artwork the style the color palette was something you would see all around you would find his work printed on wall calendars framed prints sarees and a lot of other things as well it was only after i grew up i got to know more about the person behind the name Let's talk about the story of one of the greatest artists of the 20th century in India. An artist who teaches us a lot about style when it comes to art and the passion and respect for one's own creation. So while most of the Indian artists of the 20th century were excited about modern art with its European influences and of course it fetched them good prices as well. Jamini Roy stood out for his love towards his Indian roots. His passion for simple Indian folk art was such that he did not care about selling his works for fancy prices and in fact he only sold them for as little as 350 rupees. Jamini Roy was born in the year 1887 at this place called Beliator village in the Bankura district of West Bengal. Roy was uh, born into a well-to-do family of landowners. Uh, his father in fact uh, resigned from his government job to pursue his interest in art. In the year 1903 when he was just 16 years old, Jamini Roy left his village and made it all the way to Calcutta, now Kolkata, to enroll himself at the Government College of Art. There he received education under none other than Obonindranath Tagore, famous for his valuable contributions in the field of modern art you know what uh, maybe one day we can do an episode on him as well anyway jamini roy finished his education in 1908 and was given a diploma in fine arts now with that degree uh, he started painting in the western classical style but very soon he realized that it did not really touch him as much let's say He began his career as a commissioned portrait painter but uh, around the early 1920s he gave up commissioned portrait painting in an effort to find his own style and voice. Now it was in the year 1925 a few years later where he really found his true calling outside the famous Kalighat temple in Calcutta. Now uh, for the ones who don't know Kalighat is a really old and famous Hindu temple in Calcutta devoted to the goddess Kali. It is also quite well known for its art style. More on that in a while. So Jamni Roy after observing a few Kalighat paintings displayed outside the temple he kind of knew that this was what he liked. Now segueing a little into the kalighat painting style so around the 19th century as the city of calcutta now known as kolkata was growing a lot of people from various backgrounds came to the city in search of a better life 
Among them were artists and craftsmen who came along with their families. Now, a lot of them, uh, they settled around this temple called Kalighat Temple and uh, started producing artwork which was inspired by the Hindu mythologies and other stories related to the deities. They would sell them outside the temple. Soon, this caught on, the demand increased and the artists had to find a new style which was similar but quicker and cheaper to produce. This gave birth to a style where the artwork had, let's say, one or two figures as the subject, background was left quite plain, all the non-essential details were removed and colour palette was reduced to a bare minimum. Now, a few key characteristics of the paintings are big almond-shaped eyes, round faces, curvaceous bodies, a very recognisable colour palette. Again, these are painted mostly on mill-made paper, which is quite cheap, with fluid brushwork and vibrant natural dyes. Now, the paintings they depicted, as I told you earlier, mythological Hindu deities, uh, characters, tribal life and themes from everyday life. And they were originally sold as souvenirs to the temple visitors just outside the temple. Now, coming back to Jamini Roy. His aim was to make art affordable for the Indian middle class families. And by 1940, he saw that happening slowly. Right? So he was always targeting the ordinary middle class Indians. However, a lot of rich families also took note and started coming in. Keeping his respect to the Indian middle class uh, reflected on Jamini Roy's critical values. He believed that ordinary people were more important than governments because they were the voice of his art. But at the same time, the European community also started showing interest towards his work. Now, Jamini Roy is also described as an art machine because it is said that he produced around 20,000 paintings in his lifetime, which is about more than five to six paintings daily. Wow. But you know what? Even though he was making art at such a quick rate, uh, his artistic goals remained the same. Coming to his art style. Now, initially, uh, after his, let's say, education was complete, he came up with some excellent landscape paintings that marked his entry into the uh, post-impressionist genre of uh, landscapes and portraits. Throughout his works, his brushstrokes were largely bold and sweeping. Now, around mid-1930s, he moved away from the conventional practice of uh, painting on canvases and he started painting on materials like cloth, mats, uh, wood, uh, planks coated with lime. He also started experimenting with a lot of natural colours and pigments which he got from mud, chalk powder, flowers, vegetable dyes. All of this instead of the European paints which were available. Uh, about his technique, as we told earlier, very much inspired from the Kalighat style. Roy used bold sweeping brush strokes while painting and he also restricted his palette to seven vibrant and earthy colours. So they were Indian red. Uh, yellow ochre, cadmium green, vermilion, grey, blue, white and of course black. His style also had many of the same features as the Kalighat paintings but he added his signature characteristics to them as well. If you look at a Jamini Roy painting, uh, I think two uh, words that will definitely come to your mind would be flat and uh, heavily outlined. 
So today, uh, Roy's work can uh, be found in the collections of the Victoria and Albert Museum in London, the Hahn Museum of Art at the University of Florida, and the National Gallery of Modern Art in New Delhi, and of course, countless Indian households. Roy uh, remained untouched by all the fame and recognition. Uh, his con his entire focus was only on the art. Uh, in, in fact, out of the 20,000 work that he created uh, in his entire lifetime, he rarely sold a piece which was priced above rupees 350. Now, an interesting fact is, if he felt that his artwork was not really being taken care of by his clients or they were not really passionate about them, he would actually go back and pay them money to buy back his own paintings, right? Uh, he would actually go back and buy back his own paintings if he felt that uh, they were not really being respected properly. Now, that really uh, shows a lot of commitment towards one's creation, right? And, and that's why I really respect this man. Uh, in 1955, he was honored with the Padma Bhushan Award, which is the third highest civilian award in India. After spending most of his uh, career life uh, working in Calcutta, he passed away in 1972. Now, talking about his inspirations, you would find a few very repeating subjects or inspirations in his uh, work. One, of course, is the Indian mythology, Hindu mythology, Indian daily life. Cats. Uh, he, he, I think, was fascinated by cats because he has this entire series on cats. Uh, the most famous, I think, is uh, this one called uh, Dual Cats with One Crayfish. It was made in 1968. He also uh, used Santhals, which is a local tribal population in Bengal, which is in and around uh, this place called Bakura, where he grew up, as uh, his subject as well. Finally, a few Noteworthy mentions or his key works uh, by Jamini Rai would be the one called Ramayana, which was uh, made in 1946. This painting is spread across 17 canvases. Uh, each canvas is around 106 by 76 centimeter. This is considered to be his magnum opus. Again, this was also created in the Kalighat style using natural colors, uh, earth, chalk powder, vegetable colors. Another very famous painting by him is called Bride and Two Companions, which was created in 1952. So yes, there you go. That was a quick note on one of my favorite Indian artists, someone who teaches us a lot about personal style, uh, having the courage and passion to go against what is popular and what is selling to find your own voice in this jungle. Hope you enjoyed it. I will leave a few links to his artwork in the show notes uh, so you can have a visual reference to the paintings as well. In the next episode, I'll come back to you with yet another story from the world of art. And then, of course, uh, that will be followed by the interviews with various artists. I must say, I have a really interesting guest list lined up for you. Do remember to subscribe to the Paper Pencil Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts or wherever you're listening to it right now. This is for Novo and I will see you in the next episode of the Paper Pencil Podcast. Cheers.